With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It feels like the same cast of characters end up in the college football playoff, right? I mean, it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Ohio State, it's Oklahoma, and you may get a random one thrown in there from time to time looking at you, Cincinnati. Come on, you let me down, Cincinnati. But even more so than the college football playoff, the conference championship games tend to maybe not be the same, maybe a little bit of the similarity of opponents and things like that, but one of the more frustrating things has been, are they actually truly putting the two best teams into the conference championship games if you're playing in divisions? That's a good question to ask, and that's one that we're going to try to answer here and the response today by the NCAA and what might be taking place, not just for the SEC, but for all of major college football going forward. And that's our topic today on Ever to Podcast, which is our short-form video and audio podcast series where we talk about the stories, the news items, and the things that are just prevalent on the Auburn family's mind right now where we cover the whole of the Auburn experience. Whether you are watching here on YouTube or you are listening on the audio podcast, we appreciate you hanging out with us. And if it's your first time here, please do subscribe on either or both formats so you don't miss any of the content we put out on either of those formats other than the show as well. College football playoffs and conference championships games probably will never be the same after this point if teams, I was about to say coaches, but yes, coaches, teams, programs, take advantage of something that has taken place this past Wednesday, May the 18th, I believe it is, where the NCAA has relaxed, that is the phrasing that is being used, relax the requirements they have for conference champions and what you have to do and you know in terms of divisions and things like that. I'm not going to get into the the whole terminology and all the things. You can go look it up online. They did actually did a post on social media to share this. So I'm not even sure they thought this was going to be that big of a deal, but it is. It's a huge deal for not just the SEC, but for all of college football. Just to put it into layman's terms, what is taking place is that now Effectively, if a conference chooses to do so, they do not have to play the best of the West. Let's just use the SEC, the best of the West and the best of the East. They can take the two best teams, however they want to determine that, and put them in there no matter their division. But also what this may do is have a ripple effect for not just the divisions, the structure of the league, but scheduling as a whole For all of college football, but for our purposes, the SEC and for Auburn's football schedule. So let's pare it down just a little bit to the SEC. But I guess we could take a little bit of a broad look here. You know, look look at the Big 12. I'm trying to remember if it's actually the Big 12 anymore. They call themselves the Big 12. Do they actually have 12? I think they will at some point soon. 
you know, just think about it. It's, it's when you start talking about Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, it just gets really confusing. You know, they've been doing this no divisions things for a while, and it seems to have worked out pretty nicely for them. They seem to put the best in there every single time, whether that's Oklahoma, Baylor, uh, you know, May, well, I was about to say Texas. Apparently Texas was back at some point, but they're still not back. Uh, the Big Ten. You typically get probably the best in the divisions there, but there's been occasions where Ohio State and Michigan are the two best teams, and even though they just played in the final week of the season, they probably still should be playing for the conference title. It's, it probably should go down that way. Let's look at the SEC. Alabama, it pains me to say it. I'm going to just say it. It's fine. You know, it's, it's the reality that we live in, right? You got to just face it at some point. They are year in and year out, outside of Auburn, outside of LSU doing something special. They are the ones that are representing the West. On the other side of the equation, the East side, right now, it is definitely Georgia. There once was a time when Florida used to make a play at that. There once was a time when Tennessee used to play at that. Uh, But those times have changed. Right now, it is Auburn and Georgia, and really when you kind of look at the way things are shaping out at this moment in the structure of the SEC, year in and year out, we seem to be getting the best of the SEC, Auburn, excuse me, well, yes, I believe Auburn is, Alabama and Georgia, both representing the West and, and the East and coming together in the conference championship game and pretty much getting into the playoff no matter what these days. That's just how it rolls for them, I guess. But what happens if, that's not the case. What if it's a year where Alabama and LSU, thinking back to 2019, what if they're the two best teams, even though one beat the other in the regular part of the season? What if they are? What if it's Florida and Georgia? What if it's Auburn and Alabama? Just think about that. Now, with this new relaxing of the conference champion requirements by the uh, NCAA, you could now have two weeks in a row let me say that again folks two weeks in a row of auburn and alabama the iron bowl and the sec championship game the question's been asked before in some wild fanatical you know far off dimension that we'll never probably ever see what would happen if auburn and alabama somehow met in a national championship game I think the world would just implode on itself. That's why it's in some pocket dimension that just can't ever happen in our reality because we would literally just explode into nothingness because of the sheer ferocity and intensity with which that that can happen. Now, this can happen if the SEC chooses to do so, which is why it's so important for Auburn and then why it's so important for every team in the SEC as well. You want to know that you're putting the best out there, right? So if you got two on the same side of the division and one eliminates the other from going to the conference championship game, you're kind of hurting yourself overall in getting them into the playoff the way it's structured right now. Let's take it a step further, though. There's been a lot of discussion and probably a discussion I want to have a little bit further later on down the line as we start getting more information about this, about conference realignment, conference restructuring, scheduling changes. What this has done by the NCAA is it's made those changes more easy to take place and probably now more likely. 
Well, what do we mean by that? Well, obviously, we know that it's a reality that Texas and Oklahoma are coming into the SEC. With that, it's going to present its own challenges in terms of scheduling, travel, things of that nature. I mean, you're going from a conference that, at least in my time, in my modern era, was 12 teams. At one point, it's now 14 teams, and it's now going to be 16 teams. I never thought we'd see that day. I never thought we'd see Oklahoma and Texas wanting to come into the SEC, but that kind of speaks to what's going on in college athletics right now, especially college football. The best of the sport run through the SEC for now. Settle down, Big Ten fans. Settle down. Well, I was going to say ACC fans, but y'all are just, yeah. <laughs> you got to put up more than Clemson uh, to be a reality. Is my Miami ever going to come back? I don't know. I just stirred up Miami fans now. They're probably still lurking around on our channel on YouTube uh, after they beat us in the NCAA tournament. Congrats, by the way. Y'all did have a nice run in there. Anyway, this is not about basketball. This is more about the discussion of the NCAA relaxing this and what it means for Auburn and the SEC. So with them coming in, it's already going to present challenges for scheduling. Where do they fall? I mean, is it natural for them to just fall into the West Division? Well, it makes sense geographically, but of course, that would have made a sense for Missouri as well, right? And here we are with Missouri in the East. Explain that one to me. <laughs> so with them coming in geographically, it, it loosens things up for everybody. But the problem that you're going to happen now, not just with size, not just with the sheer amount of teams that are in there, you've got rivalries that are important to many schools probably not every school I'm, i doubt that vanderbilt is very high up in you know anybody's rivalry rankings but you know there is the auburn georgia rivalry the auburn alabama rivalry to some extent and i think it still exists and, and will exist for for now the auburn lsu rivalry but you know auburn's got some more traditional rivalries that it's not been able to see in quite at least regularly so often tennessee florida uh, those are the ones that we miss a lot of. And those are the ones that we miss playing a lot now because of the way things are structured and the way we have to rotate SEC opponents in now. With this coming, though, this makes it a reality for them to change things up. Do they break down divisions? They might. I think it's probably looking more and more likely with the NCAA making this decision because... Why else would they make this decision if they are not seeing the writing on the wall and understanding where college football especially is heading? Why else is this necessary? Because they put the rule in place for a reason. They put the, the, these rules about who could represent your conference championship game and divisions and all that kind of stuff. But why now? Why decide to change it? Well, because they know the way that college football is going to make it more interesting, to make it more marketable on TV, to get the better matchups, to get more conference games, more rate, to get, and let's just be honest, folks. You know, Non-SEC fans, is if you're watching or listening to this, you just need to face reality. Just like I'm able to admit that Alabama is the best there is in the SEC right now. Well, Georgia, you did your thing this year, whatever. <laughs> so you need to be able to understand that the decisions that are being made by the NCAA are largely going to benefit the SEC. And they know where their money is going to be made, especially with Oklahoma and the cash cow that Texas, even though they're not back yet, coming into the SEC is going to be. They're going to have to change things up. They're going to have to make things easier 
to not just keep rivalries, to not just make sure that we see a frequent amount of opponents, but to think about things geographically, cost of traveling, time traveling. It's it's all going to play into this. And what we're seeing with this decision by the NCAA today is just, I don't want to call it a nail in the coffin, because, because to me that sounds like a bad thing. I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing with all things that change. There is a good and a bad to it. And it's all about what each individual school and what each individual conference does with these changes that come down with the NCAA. Um, I do think that as much as I like divisions, and I think that Auburn, I know I keep saying Auburn, but the SEC, but the SEC could benefit still from keeping it in divisions and moving Oklahoma and Texas into the West and moving Auburn and Missouri over there and moving Auburn and Alabama over to the East. Yes, it makes it a little bit loaded on the East then, but things change, and I think it will change more quickly than a lot of people are willing to admit. I do think that divisions can survive but when you have this opportunity, when you have the ability to solve scheduling problems, issues that Auburn, let's be honest, has said, we want to see Tennessee. We want to see Florida more frequently. I believe it was um, the Big 12 that went to the 3-5-5 schedule where they were seeing, or, or, or some conference said that they were going to or something like that, where they have three rivalry games each and every year. And then they have they play five um, regular five S conference teams one year, and then the other five. And that may not be exactly the case with Big Twelve, but you kind of get the idea. There is every other year you're seeing one of the teams in the conference, so you're only going one year without getting a chance to interact with them, to travel there, to experience uh, what it's like at that particular stadium have them come there and experience what memories can be made college football wise. So this decision by the NCAA is huge for the SEC. It's huge for Auburn because how many times have we've talked about Auburn's been left out of just in general, something simply because, you know, Alabama was better or Georgia was better. This is now the scenario where if somehow Auburn goes on one of their miraculous runs and maybe loses to an Alabama in the last game of the season, it can still happen that they meet in the conference championship game if the structure changes, if the SEC chooses to do so, which I believe they would at this point. Will there be big changes? Maybe not, but you can definitely feel a seismic shift in college football coming and a seismic shift coming for the SEC and especially for us as Auburn fans. Prepare yourself, folks. It is on the horizon. That's my thoughts on the NCAA news. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Ever to Podcast, where we talk about anything that is prevalent to the Auburn family, covering the whole of the Auburn experience. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube or on the podcast, and or both. Do both, both of them. Both are good. They have different content everywhere else, and we appreciate you tuning in to this edition today. Till we talk to you again, War Eagle.